Oh. McDonald's just moved in my stomach. <laughs> I took a deep breath. It was like, ooh. <laughs> that should be the intro. Welcome to Noah's Love Podcast. Don't mock me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Father Michael. I'm Molly. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi. I'm everybody. Oh, hey. Um, what day is it today? As we record, it's Thursday, December 16th. Okay. So this will come out the Monday before Christmas. I like how we launched into this with nothing. No, yeah, we just nothing. started. <laughs> we have to record two this week mm-hmm. because. I'm going away <laughs> for like two weeks. Yeah. So Christmas vacation. Yes, Christmas vacation. I'm incredibly excited for Christmas vacation. Nice. Um You're going home and to Zach's house? Yes. Okay. Um so it's we're doing this whole trip. This is what it looks like. I will walk everyone through. So you know where to find me. We're gonna go to visit my grandparents. We're gonna go see my parents. Then we're spending a day in New York City for Christmas oh Eve Eve. So Magical. the 23rd, I get to be in New York City for Christmas time. I'm so excited. He has this whole surprise day planned for us, which I'm very excited about. And then we're going to Boston, where his family lives for a while. Nice. So it'll be very fun. You'll be here the whole time, right? Yeah. Because you work here and you live here and I, your family's here. Everything I need is here. <laughs> I'll be in Boston. <laughs> you'll be away. We'll text. That's true. So you'll be in Boston for Christmas? Yes. Okay, nice. And New Year's, I think. When you're in New York, are you going to like stand in the middle of the street and twirl in the snow? Is I think that, I have that's to. That's the plan. I feel like I okay. need to. I'm really excited to see the Christmas trees. Yeah. Have you ever been there with any of that up? No, the only time I've been there is when we were there together. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. Mm-hmm. That was frigid. So it'll be less cold now. It's frigid and COVID was just, just on the horizon. We found about it. I found out about it right after, I think. Yeah. Did we find out about it when we were there? It was in, in Europe, and we kind of like, eh, this like, is America. <laughs> those we're indestructible. Those things don't happen here. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We're talking about the serious part of Christmas. This is our Christmas special part one. Yeah, so tonight, after high school adoration, we're going to record again, and it's going to be uh, our Christmas special, the real... Silly version. The silly version. This is more... You know, preparing ourselves for the actual celebration of Christmas. Yes. Father. Yes. Can you, well, oh, I didn't, I got to tell you something. I didn't listen to your Advent special. Whoa. Special. Why did I say that? I don't Um, listen to all of them. So I don't know if you talked about the candles, did you? Yes. Okay. So moving on from that question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was for Father Nick and Joe. We talked about the candles and like a Jesse tree. I guess I should listen to it. You should. Too late now. (laughs) It's all gone. Advent's almost over. <laughs> um, I don't know. You, this was kind of your idea. What were your thoughts and what we should, what you wanted to talk about? I guess just um, like the whole, <laughs> the true meaning of Christmas is that God became one of us. Mm-hmm. That he came close to us. Like the word became flesh and, and dwelt, dwelt among, among us. us. Nice. <laughs> Good Bible quoting. <laughs> Good Bible vibes. <laughs> Bible vibes. <laughs> and like that's really the heart of it. And there are lots of things around that that we celebrate and and the, the actual story of what it was like um but it's 
Yeah, it's like the best possible news. Mm -hmm. It's really significant and important. I thought we could just kind of discuss a little what that means for us. Like the Mm -hmm. tonight we'll talk about Christmas lights and music, yeah, Mm -hmm. all those things. And but this is much. But now we can get into yeah. What does it mean that that God came that close to us? Yeah. Have you ever had or like I don't know, kind of like it. What has been the most powerful sort of spiritual experience of Christmas that you've had? Not that everything is experience, but no, uh, yeah, the yeah. moments where you've really okay. felt what the real meaning of Christmas is. I feel like I don't necessarily have one experience, but I definitely occasionally have moments where I think about what Christmas actually is. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the thing, the thought process that's most powerful to me is like, God could have come to us in any way, you know, that he wanted to. He could have done the Christmas thing, becoming man. Or not even that. Like, he could have saved us. That's what I meant to say. Mm -hmm. He could have saved us in any way that he wanted to. He could have done it with a snap of his fingers or magic wand. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go with that. Uh Um, But he chose to become man, to enter into fully become one of us. Like, Yes, he's still fully God, but he's also fully man. He's fully human, which means he shares the experiences that we do in everything, except he handles it perfectly and we (laughs) do not. Um, And more than that, he chose to become a baby. The vulnerability of that is something that always really strikes me, like just how far God was willing to go to show us that he loves us and that he's with us and that he's reachable, you know, because I think... It's easy to think like God's out of our reach, like he's so much better than us. He is, but that I think sometimes can be off-putting as a Christian of like, how could God know me or mm-hmm. want me? But then you look at the the incarnation and it's just so like clear. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't make sense why, but it's so clear that that's what he wanted to show us, you know? Yeah. What about you? Um. Yeah, I think just that idea that Kind of like you said, he could have done this any way he wanted. Um, but if if this is the way that, that God says, I will save humanity and allow them to come into this relationship with me, then it's the best possible way. And I think, like you said, the word vulnerability is probably the biggest one. Mm-hmm. The idea that God is a baby. Um, babies are breakable. Um, and so like, cute. <laughs> yeah, just like <laughs> no, how, yeah. how dependent they are. Yeah. That, um, they can't do anything, and and just the idea that, like God would lower Himself and humble Himself that much to to be in that position of needing His parents. Yeah, needing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to to eat and to be taken care of, and like, yeah, and even the poverty of the nativity scene, um, I think is a really good sign of that. So you know, there were angels, and we hear about that in the different stories from the. And the myrrh. And the myrrh and all those things. (laughs) But like, he was born, yeah, in poverty and and kind of just not have, he's the king of the universe, but he wasn't like announced that way. And there weren't armies and uh, people coming to honor him. It was really, really small. And I think Mm -hmm. that's that's a really powerful sign of how God, God acts and how God loves. Why do you think he chose to come in this way? We're not God, so we don't know, but it's kind of cool to think about. It is. Um, I don't. I think, to me, it makes him reachable in a yes, way. Yes, very much so. Yeah, that uh, if 
God could make himself like me and be born and, and live a human life that um, I can know him in a way that I couldn't if he just sort of, you know, God could just appear and be like, here right. I am. And I, and I don't know, you see it in the, when angels appear in the Bible, what do they always say? Be not afraid. People freak out. Um, um, all those stories in the Old Testament, when people think they're they're seeing God, they, they're afraid they're going to die. Um, he kind of bridged that gap by becoming one of us. Yeah. I would like to read the birth of Jesus in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verse 1, is where it begins. And it came to pass that while they were there, they were doing something. It's relevant, it's important, it's in the Bible, but I'm skipping over it. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> I need to start over. Just Yeah, just start where you want to start, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it came to pass while they were there that the days for her to be delivered were fulfilled. This is Mary. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them at the inn. That, like, I always think about the fact that, like, what it must be like to be the person who was like, I don't have room for you here. Like, he was born in a a manger, and we have, like, romanticized the idea of what a manger is now, but it's for, isn't it like a... It's like for animals to eat yeah, out of. Yeah, like a tro- trough, is that yeah, the word? Yeah, um, It's not for babies to lie in. <laughs> we use that imagery all the time yeah. now, but, like, he laid where animals eat. Mm-hmm. Like, he, but that is how low God became for us. Yeah. And he knew that that would happen. He knew there would be no room at the inn. And I almost think that that was, like, intentional. Yeah. Like, or, or that he, I know he worked through it, but just, like, how much more does it show? Mm-hmm. He didn't, not only was he willing to become human, but in the worst circumstances. Um, Mary and Joseph were alone um, where animals live. Like, mm-hmm. how much lower and less dramatic and less celebrated could a birth be? But he's still, like, I see so much love when I mm-hmm. when I read that, you know. Yeah. And even to be unwelcome, like yeah. there's no room for you here, I think is a really powerful idea that Jesus, like, yeah, he became like a stranger. He became homeless. Mm-hmm. He became like an outsider. And for all those times that we feel those things or we are those things, um, mm-hmm. to know that you're not alone in it. And, um, yeah the the whole all those images of the holy family having to travel and then having to take care of themselves and while having a baby like that's you, if you're having a baby now you have a lot taken care of like mm-hmm. you're yeah, that's provided for and made comfortable as much as possible but just to Epidural. be yeah all those things <laughs> but to be in those situations of being alone and being an outsider not having a place to stay that you that apparently they they planned on to stay right. at the inn um, says a lot in that that Jesus can come into our loneliness and our separation and isolation, and that's I think that's just a really healing idea, especially when you're suffering, to to know that Jesus knows that that He's mm-hmm. experienced it. Do you feel like the special parts of the holiday season help you to enter in more to Christmas or distract you? Like what special parts? I don't know, like Christmas trees and oh. presents and all that. They create a vibe, um, yeah, which I don't think is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I think 
when I think of Advent, I think of like quiet, um, and I and I think all those like decorations and stuff help. Um, I think the parts that pull me out of it are the gift buying and sort of the busyness. But there's so many opportunities for quiet, and I think as long as I make the the best of it, then it does help me to enter into the mystery. Yeah. And really just, I think, just like you did, to read those stories about the beginning of Jesus's life, I think that's a really great place to start, to do mm-hmm. it in quiet by the light of the Christmas tree or whatever. <laughs> We've been saying over and over again in our house, hashtag cozy vibes, because okay. um, that's what we're going for. <laughs> but... uh but uh just to like to use all that and winter and darkness which is all great um as a time t- I love it I really winter and darkness and death and destruction I just like <laughs> No I know there's something about this season where the day is really short and dark and like you're just kind of it's not even that cold Zach today Zach loves it too Yeah I I get it like He walks outside and if it's cold He'll look at me and go, it's Christmas. He started doing this like two months ago, first of all. <laughs> but it can lead us to meditation. Mm-hmm. And, I th- and I think that's the the real benefit of it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you use to enter in? Mm. I tried, and this is recent. Um, I don't think I'm a particularly good gift giver. I wouldn't say I'm bad. But one thing that makes it difficult for me is I am very last minute and so sometimes I, like, my presents won't come in time or, like, mm. I forget that I need to buy wrapping paper, whatever, all those things. But something that's helped me this year is being on top of those things. And I, like, started, like, a month ago to look at and plan what I needed to get, what I wanted to get, mm-hmm. and to, like, wrap and prepare. And just simply the idea of putting more effort and time into gifts for others and like what I'm giving to other people has really helped me to just like enter away or or move away from like any selfishness that could come from it like Mm -hmm. it's good to want gifts like of course we want gifts it's so fun getting gifts yeah but entering into the idea of giving has been really great for me this year too but that's not something I'm usually very good at Mm. um but I also think remembering that I'm waiting right now like I always like I haven't ever had like an over-the-top profound advent but usually just what goes through my head over and over is like I'm in waiting right now like I'm waiting for something to happen and like then when Christmas comes it's like this is the best thing ever like (laughs) not just like oh it's Christmas it's the best thing ever but like the best thing that could ever happen to me or happen to this world is what I'm celebrating on this day Mm. and like Entering into that idea of I'm waiting for this and it's worth waiting for and all of all of those things I think think I think it's more of like a mindset thing that has helped me yeah I more get than that. anything yeah um is there a particular image of like the Christmas story that appeals to you or that helps you to, to you focus answer on this it? first to tell me what you mean because I feel as though you have an answer <laughs> yeah I think like. Even just thinking about it, I like to put myself in the in the stable or the cave or whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, imagining kind of like all, I don't know, all of our senses of what, you know, Mary and Joseph there, there was probably animals around, mm-hmm. um, 
shepherds coming and all those things, but just the donkeys, <laughs> the donkeys, <laughs> <laughs> little drummer boy, you know. Um, but uh, um, heat miser and cold miser, <laughs> they're all there, the whole they gang were. is there, but yeah, just like. Uh, yeah, taking time with those those stories and kind of trying to put myself in it. And so mm-hmm. I think especially the the nativity, even just the the journey, I think is kind of a powerful idea that they went from Nazareth to Bethlehem, which is a decent, it's a, a long way. And Mary was nine months pregnant sitting on a donkey. On a donkey, yeah. I've never been pregnant, but that feels un- that, as though that would be uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a safe assumption. It's probably not very comfortable even if you're not pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess just stuff like that, things that, mm-hmm. that draw me into it. And yeah. I think for me, it's what I kind of talked about earlier, like the manger and the idea of a manger and mm-hmm. what that means. And that it was such a like humble birth that not only him... Becoming a baby was humble, but the whole setting and the day and the events of it, it was all just very quiet and humble. Mm. And the world didn't shake when Jesus was born, but everything changed, you know? Yeah. And sometimes we wait for this, like, big flashy moment for, like, the important things in life where we think we need to feel a certain way. But sometimes it's just as simple as, like, a baby being born in a manger in a very, like, gross, weird setting. <laughs> But the world changed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. that is really crazy. Mm-hmm. How is how do you like celebrating Christmas Mass? Is it like a particular favorite of yours, or what do you like about that specifically? It is a particular favorite, I think, because especially Christmas Eve masses because they happen in the evening and even midnight mass. Mm-hmm. Are you saying the midnight mass this I year? Am, yeah. Nice. Um, they're not complicated. So like the east the like the Easter vigil is really complicated and takes practice. Christmas mass isn't like like there's nothing extra to it. Mm-hmm. There, it's it's mass with the particular readings and music and everything. That's what I really like that you can I can at least really focus on what we're celebrating, not worrying about what comes next right. and the parts that so I think especially like midnight mass last year and it snowed a lot last year. Oh yeah. Um was really small. There was very few people there. The organist couldn't even come because of the snow. And so uh, Father Nick, who was on a couple episodes ago, just sang a cappella, and we did a bunch of great songs, and we put candles all over the church. And so that's the plan for this year, to have this kind of like uh, intimate, quiet mass. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and I think just... get a buttload of snow again, so nobody can... I would love a bunch of snow again. (laughs) I know. I don't think it's going to happen because it's been so I think it's going to rain. Yeah. (laughs) Which is the worst. Yeah, that sucks. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just that, uh, like you said, that Jesus was born in quiet and humility and to kind of celebrate that way that um, Christmas has so much flashiness about like kind of the popular Christmas, but I love those quiet, like dark in the night moments. Yeah, I totally agree. Like what? the night before Christmas, yeah, in all through the house, is <laughs> so like, ah, yeah, the nighttime. It's the best. There's something about it, yeah. When have you usually gone to mass for Christmas on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? I don't know that I have like a. Mm. I probably shouldn't move my head back and forth <laughs> as you talk. <laughs> um, anything consistent? In my family, we'd go Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Usually, but I really love the midnight mass, and so I tried to drag my family to that when I could. So it's it's been inconsistent. But Zach's family goes on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. um, 
I grew up singing at mass, so I'd sometimes oh, okay. go like to like three, which was yeah. fun. I really have a love for the midnight mass. Um, yeah, it's never, it's always been all over the place, and I think probably midnight mass is my favorite. Is yeah. that the same for you? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's we did that a lot when I was growing up. Okay, like the first mass at like four or whatever is the one where families bring all their little kids, so yeah. it's earlier, and it's fun, but it's kind of crazy. Yeah. And uh, that's that's an interesting time. I think Father Nick has that one this year. Oh, boy. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and then it kind of progresses. Do you have a favorite Christmas hymn? Like, oh, Holy not Night like the... is really great. Okay, yeah. Jingle Bells? No. Um, <laughs> That'll be on the next episode. <laughs> oh, Holy Night is is probably, I really love I love mm-hmm. that one. I like Silent Night. Silent Night is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So at school mass on Monday, uh, we we had mass and it finished and then we we all sang Silent Night. It was, it was very it was nice. A, it was nice. It was a little weird. It just wasn't the vibe. <laughs> yeah. But it was. I I think when you're in a room full of high schoolers, I don't know how you're gonna make that the vibe. You know, <laughs> <laughs> singing Christmas carols. But it was nice. <laughs> it was nice. It sounded beautiful. It did. We have very talented mm-hmm. kiddos. <sighs> On Sunday, I had mass and as I came in for mass, I looked in. My spiritual director was here, Father Jonathan. Because he couldn't go to the mass that the other friars were having, so mm-hmm. he just came here. Okay. So that was nice. They yeah, just came special. here, and he, he can celebrate. And then after mass, I was like, "Well, I was going to text you this week anyway. Can I just go to confession?" And I got oh. to go to confession because he was here. And uh, so, random showing up of somebody I very much appreciate mm-hmm. who you know helps me in my spiritual life and uh, has been a very good spiritual director for a few months. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a great guy. He's a wonderful guy. <laughs> Molly. Molly. How's God loved you lately? Hmm. Oh. Um, God has loved me through Zach a lot. I mean, he always does, but particularly had some just hard stuff this week that I felt very like were very silly, but really bothered me because of, you know, wounds. And Zach was just very loving and understanding. And it's really powerful, I think, just to have someone in my life who I never never like judges me and like always v- validates my pain but also like helps me through it you know um so yeah zach zach a lot <laughs> do you say zach a lot because that's what you he's loved me through zach a lot oh <laughs> St- stack <laughs> anyway this is <laughs> i don't know what's happening right now <laughs> we're at the end we are at the end but mm. stay tuned for next week aka tonight I'm so excited about this one. Yeah. Pray gonna, that it's gonna be an hour UPS long. UPS <laughs> delivers your gift before then. Mm-hmm. His is all wrapped up. Oh man. Is that, I think okay, so this is funny. This either happened in my dream or in real life. I I'm gonna ask Zach about it, but last night I'm pretty sure he mentioned your gift. But it was when we were like all talking to different people and he said, Oh, do you like Blah, blah, blah. And then looked at me and panicked. But I I kind of think it happened in my dream. I don't know. Because we were all hanging out last night, so I'm going to ask him. But That's funny. I anyway, we'll see. Have a great Chris. Well, great last week of Advent. And. This is fourth week of Advent. And, a Merry uh, Christmas. And a Merry Christmas at the end of that. Yes. And then a Happy New Year. And then a good Valentine's Day no. and <laughs> Easter. Bye. We're not recording until then? <laughs> no. Okay, bye. <laughs>